This is Amplify You, the podcast about you discovering your message and broadcasting it to the world. If you're a coach, author, or speaker, you'll want to tune in. If you're looking for the best return on your time investment to get your message out to the world in a bigger way, we're giving you full access and behind the scenes look of how we're running our podcast, how our clients have found success, and what you can do to launch your podcast today. The world needs your message. I'm Michelle Abraham, the host. Join my family as we unleash your unique genius and find the connections you need to launch your adventure today. Join us and let's get amplified. Hello and welcome, family. We are behind the mic at Amplify You. Today, I have one of our incredible family members in Amplify You, Candy Motzak, host of She Coaches Coaches podcast, here to talk to us about life behind the mic. Candy, please welcome to the show. Oh, thanks for having me. I've been looking forward to this call. Me as well. We always have great conversations. So happy one of them is being recorded. Yeah. (laughs) So She Coaches Coaches, tell us, what is the intention of your show? What is your audience getting by coming to check you out every week? So it's a combination. I love the idea of promoting and supporting and encouraging new coaches to get started. I cannot tell you the number of people that I meet that say, I've wanted to be a coach for seven years and I keep wanting to do it and I've never actually done it. And so it's to talk to those people that are like, this is their dream and they just need that one little extra step to get out the door and to start creating, like creating it in their life. So there's that part of it. And then the other part is for the coaches who are starting or the coaches who are struggling. I want them to know that they're not alone and that we all have struggles and that we all have things that we can learn. So kind of a dual purpose on it. I love it. And so your avatar is the new to coaching, the thinking about coaching, the people that are looking for a tangible first step. Yes, yes, definitely the first step and the encouragement that they can they can do it. Like that it's not so far away that it it could just be, it could start today even. It doesn't have to be a month from now. Right. And what are you seeing as their barrier to entry? Like what is slowing people down from getting started? Yeah, it, it always comes down to fear. They, And I think that that's true for all of us is that we're always scared to make that start. Um, so many people, you know, experienced, well-skilled, amazing people, but they're, it, it's like, a part of them that they want to create, but they're just scared that somehow it just won't work. And so the fear is often this fear of disappointment, you know, so they're scared that if they start to become a coach, then it doesn't actually work. And so they hold themselves back and disappoint themselves in advance by not even trying. And so that, that it's not a dual edged sword, but they kind of, they nip at their heels before they've even started. That is such a familiar fear. The afraid of failing so you don't start. Exactly. My goodness. And so you fail, right? (laughs) From before you even start, right? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, goodness. So you've got advice for these individuals. You've got tools and practical tips to get them moving, get over those fears. And they get into the coaching space. They start coaching their first client. They start running their first workshops. You've got tools and resources available to help them in every step of that journey. How has the podcast been a vehicle for you to support individuals through that process? 
Oh, so in a couple of ways. Um, so the first is to remind them that it's not as difficult as they thought it's going to be. They come and they listen to my voice every week and they start to go, well, she's just told me exactly what to do. And so if I go and do that, well, then I've got a much better chance of it working. So that's one way. And then just the encouragement that I'm pretty honest on my podcast. I'm not like all polished and perfect and thinking that things are, you know, rainbows and daisies. I'm pretty upfront about my hurdles as well. And so when they hear that there's other people who are farther along the journey that have had challenges, that still have challenge, I think it just gives them heart. You know, it just gives them that like, oh, she's human and it works. I could be human and it could work for me too. You know, I've heard from so many coaches getting started that having a mentor in this space is one of those really key contributing factors to them feeling confident and moving forward with the challenges they face. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you having a podcast sharing your insights is almost like open mentorship to anybody who wants to be an audience member. Yeah, that's true. I have, um, so I think one of the things about doing a podcast that I really appreciate is that there are people in my space who, you know, it's not, they can't afford paying a mentor, but I don't want that to hold them back from doing what they're meant to do in the world. And so the podcast is like my free gift to the world where you could just listen to every episode and you could just make a start. All you've got to do is put in your time and your energy. And if you don't have the money, you can still make a start. And so there's, there's that aspect of it. And then on the mentorship side, the part that I, I, I wholly agree with you that a mentor and a guide, as well as a community, are really important. And I'm hoping that as people wander around with their earbuds in, you know, they're on their Peloton or driving their kids to school or whatever, that just having that in their ear just helps, helps keep them going, right? Yeah. Yeah. The, the old adage that you are the five people you spend the most time with is something that hit me when I started listening to podcasts, because I can now curate who I spend a lot of my time with, what advice I'm listening to, what influences are in my ears. And the advice that you give would just be giving me that more confidence on a weekly basis of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm in this space and I can take care of these challenges. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love that. Now, Candy, for someone who is putting themselves out there as a coach, right now, there's a lot of marketing tips and advice out there for, you know, flash your brand on the screen, wave your arms, yell and scream, get attention, bring people into your world. How is podcasting different than that for you? Yeah. So podcasting is the best. That's, that's sort of the definitive word on it. Right? So one of the things that I think is, is pretty cool is that most coaches, what we love is we love these one-on-one -on -one conversations. And even if you're group coaching or you're delivering a program, there comes a time where you're coaching an individual. So the podcasting works so well because you're either doing a solo episode where you're talking to your listener. And anytime I record a solo episode, I'm thinking I'm talking to one person. I'm not talking to an audience. So that fits so nicely with coaches. And then if you are doing an interview, again, it's just you and the person that you're interviewing. So again, it's that one-on-one -on -one conversation. And that's why I think podcasting is just like the best because I actually feel like I'm connecting with an individual. Whereas when you're on social, dancing on TikTok or whatever, 
you're just kind of like dancing in front of the camera that's in your living room. Like, I don't feel like I'm connected with anybody, but podcasting is the connection. It is such an intimate form of media. I don't know anybody who listens to podcasts with other people. They're usually an individual activity. And it's, I would say, either while you're driving a car or with headphones in your ear. So they're right, you're right in somebody's ear talking to them. And something you said is very important. You're having a one-on-one conversation. We've been coaching this forever, where if you're trying to talk to everybody, it, it detracts from the intimacy of this medium. Whereas your approach to speaking to one individual, you're identifying that one listener and having clear conversations about what their challenges are and supporting that individual. It really lends the intimacy of the podcast which helps build your know, like, and trust factor and or your personal brand with that individual. You mentioned that this has helped you build your one-on-one practice. Tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So it's as simple as this. I do podcasts. I release them weekly. And people DM me and say, hey, I want to work with you. (laughs) Like, it doesn't get any easier than that. So the more genuine you are when you show up as yourself and you show that you can help people and you actually help them, then it's such a direct reward. It's such a direct connection. Um, And I don't know, I don't know any other platform that can allow that. So it is one of the simplest ways to build a one-on-one practice is you get out there and you record and you release, and then people will reach out to you don't happen in the first week, but it's going to happen. Yeah. Having that place where they can reach out to you is that key piece because you are sharing vulnerably, you're sharing intimately, and you have an open door for them to then join that conversation. I think that is a real key to success for you. Mm -hmm. Tell me about, you had She Coaches Coaches, you were running your business before you started your podcast. How was that transition of adding your podcast in? Did it take away from the work you were doing? Did it, was it a simple process? Tell us a little bit more. So I think it shifted my priority and it helped me to focus so that podcasting is like my main, my main approach now. Transitioning into being a podcaster and having a podcast, it took some effort, but once I got the concept that I got to choose one main method. And then that main method is promoted on the other platforms. I think that was the transition. Um, Can you ask me that again? There's, there's a piece that I forgot. Yeah. I wanted to know about how you incorporated podcasting into your already existing business. And if it was a simple process or if you had to reinvent the way you were operating. I'll say I had to reinvent, but the reinvention was to simplify and to streamline. And so because podcasting is my prime method now, I take that podcast for the week and that's my blog post for the week. And then my weekly email that goes to my audience, my email list is about that podcast episode as well. And then my social media for the week is based on the episode for the week. So it's like, it's the core piece and then everything comes out of that. That So that is a reinvention for sure. And also the simplification, as opposed to thinking, what will I put on social media? 
and then have a random list of topics. What will I write to my email list? And again, a random list of topics. And oh yeah, I think I should put something on my website to make sure that I'm continuing to be active. So it's a much more deliberate approach. Um, and I think it, 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 it makes it less energy in a way as well, because once you've got that episode figured out, everything flows from that. It's a lot less thought. It sounds like a very cohesive approach. We really like that podcasting can be that content generation hub. As you mentioned, you record that piece of content and then it can be utilized across the multiple platforms. You've just shared with me that you are going to be moving into a multi-episode a week deliverables. Now, how do you come up with your content on such a regular basis? Well, part of it is because I meet so many interesting people and I love doing interviews. And then if I'm doing these interviews, it really feels like I should be releasing those episodes at least within three months of the conversation. So there's that. Interesting conversations with interesting people. Um, And I know those conversations will also support my audience. And then I have this thing that happens where I wake up with ideas. And so those ideas are creative inspirations. And if they're being planted in my brain, then that means that they should be put out into the world. So I'm an idea generator. And it has been the biggest challenge has been keeping the breaks on the number of episodes that I release. And so going to a multi-episode per week format is just going to actually will probably be less energy because I keep holding it back. Now I can just sort of let it fly. I love that. What a good problem to have. Yeah, waking, right? up, waking up with inspiring ideas and wanting to share it with the world. Yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you mentioned a little bit before about maintaining a singular focus when you're coming into doing this type of work. Tell me a little bit more about that. I think that that is distraction and shiny object syndrome is one of the things that is to the detriment of entrepreneurs and the detriment to coaches and new coaches specifically. We think that we have to do everything and we forget that we have our way, our prime way that works for us. So when you move to choosing that podcasting is your prime way, it allows you to remove some of those distractions. And that makes the whole process easier. Absolutely. Um, I think it's Robin Sharma who coaches about monomaniacal focus. And that is a key ingredient to legendary um, action takers, the ones who have huge results because they're able to stay focused on one thing and not chase all of the shiny objects. Yeah, because when you do that, you actually get nothing done. You do two bits of two bits of a 10-piece puzzle and three bits of that job over there. And in the end, you've been busy all day, but you've never accomplished anything mm-hmm. and created something that you want to put your name on. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm raising a teenager and I'm trying to encourage him that one of the most marketable and valuable skills he could have growing up is focus, attention, and communication, especially in-person communication, because everything's online these days. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So your podcast, She Coaches Coaches, is an evolution. It sounds like you're finding new ways to keep utilizing it. Where do you see this growing for you and supporting your business as you continue? I don't know. 
<laughs> I appreciate I the honest no answer. idea. Um, yeah, you know, it just, it feels like this growing body of work. I don't know. I don't have the answer to that. I could give you all kinds of theoretical answers, but none of them feel true. So I appreciate that. One of the things that um, we've really benefited from in our relationship is you've been one of the people who has taken on all the opportunities that are available through the Amplify You partnerships, through the events, through the different trainings. So you've seen a lot of the guest speakers that we've brought in. And there's definitely new pieces of advice. And you're always really good at providing feedback to us about how those events um, have supported you and how those events could also be improved to add more support to the community. I want to thank you from as a team member for your involvement and your engagement in those. And I want to ask also what your recommendations are for others who maybe not are taking those opportunities as to what you might be gaining from those events, what you're learning and anything that you might be incorporating into your show's creation and how you, you run your podcast. Yeah. And so I am a firm believer that when you find a group of people that are wonderful, heart-centered, emotionally intelligent, caring, and creating a business, I think that that's the magic, right? And so when you can find that group of people, and that's Amplify You and Michelle and yourself and the rest of the team, then you just stick with them. Like there are so many, there are so many people out there that don't align from a values standpoint. And so when you find people that live a real life and that really want to help people, then don't go somewhere else. You know, so that's the that's the why I, you know, came into this community and stick with this community because I trust it and I know that it's for the betterment of all of us. You know, we create that collaborative approach, the cohesiveness, and we will all grow from that. So that's one part. The other part is that again, it's back to this singular focus. It does not serve me to follow too many mentors. Because if I follow too many, everybody has a slightly different approach. And I find that if I go with one path and I see that path, and then I can focus just on that. And then I say, well, of this path, much of this works for me, but there's 10% that's not quite me. I can choose then. But if I'm looking at three or four mentors, it's really hard to make it my path. So it's, it's again, it's about focus and coming into a streamlined approach. And I think, you know, the other part that's behind it is you've got role models who are creating a good, solid, profitable business in the right way. That to be associated that, with that is a big deal. And to, to be able to say, well, that's possible. I respect that. I appreciate that. And then to use that as your way of saying, and so how do I want to be, right? Allowing like each of us creates a business for ourselves based on our own values. So when you have a role model and then you take what works for you, instead of trying to make your business like everybody else's business, I don't know if that makes sense or not, but it's much more um, 
inwardly focused. It's an inwardly focused motivation as opposed to trying to create a business that you think looks like every other guru's business. And that seems very aligned with the content of your show and and the practice of your business, which is don't create the business that I've created, create one that is unique to you, your skill set, and your talents. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Now, with all of these podcasts and the success that you've had and these connections you've made, you are now getting asked to be a speaker at some events. Tell us what is your topic and how would somebody connect with you if they would like you to be on their show? Ah, well, so the things that I love to talk about are imposter syndrome. That's the first and sort of the my go-to thing that I talk about. I also love to talk about the myths of entrepreneurs. So the five big myths that new coaches specifically experience and that they use to hold themselves back. And so how to overcome those. Um, those are the two big areas that I like to speak on most. I love it. And what about people who feel like they would be able to provide value to your audience? Are you accepting guests in your show? And if so, how do they connect with you? Yes. Um, so definitely um, always looking for good guests. My audience are coaches and new coaches and often people who are, they wish they were coaches. They're successful people in their lives and they're looking for that courage to take the step. So guests that are examples of that courage who have taken that step and guests who are experts in certain areas, like a certain social media platform, for example, or a service that will really help a coach and help them market their business, help them become an even better coach. I love it. And for those that are ready, you have a gift you're giving away, a toolkit. Is that right? Yes. Yes. The easiest way to get the gift is to go to the um, domain candiesfreegift.com. And it's candies with an S, freegift.com. Fantastic. She Coaches Coaches, available on all platforms. Make sure you go check it out, subscribe, and review. Candy gives practical advice to those getting started and those who are long into it and just need reminders and tips and advice. So fantastic content. Candy, thank you so much for your time today. Oh, thanks so much for having me. Pleasure. Thank you, family, for joining us on this adventure. If you're ready to be heard, head over to mypodcastcoach.com where you'll find out all the tools and tips you'll need to launch your podcast today. If you have a show already and you need some help managing it, please head over to managemypodcast.com and the Amplify You team would be happy to help you manage your podcast. Please also head over to iTunes, like, subscribe, or review our show so we can spread this message. And until next time, be your own unique genius.